Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's guest is very special. And she's one of my longest friends. I was going to say oldest friends, but then I feel like that's like an attack. She's not one of my oldest friends. She's one of my friends that I've had for the longest amount of time. Welcome, Amira. Hi, I'm Amira. She is Amira. So I was trying to calculate how long we've been friends for, but as Amira knows, I'm very bad at math. Hmm. She actually tutored me in math and actually took a college algebra class for me one time online. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I would never do such a thing. <laughs> um, no, that, that didn't happen. That happened. <laughs> that definitely happened. I told her, can you please take this class for me online because I'm sick of failing college algebra. Um, wait, how long have we been friends for? How many years? 13, I think. Ew. That's yeah. a really long time. That's a long time. But like, I feel like our friendship is really one of my favorites because like we've been friends for a really like a really long time i think we've had maybe like a handful of disagreements if that and it was like very long ago yes we've always gotten along really well yeah um so we first met in like kind of the weirdest way so my sister-in-law so i had just moved back to america and my sister-in-law would have these weekly, like, I guess, like, TV show nights at her house where she well, would watch. Well, she had also just recently married your brother. Yes. And so, um, like, he was friends with my family, my cousins yeah. and everything. So we we met her and we, we knew she was new in town. So we were spending time with her. Yeah. So that's why we were, like, going over there to hang out and watch shows with her and, you know, be her friend, be friendly. Yeah. And she was having a Dancing with the Stars night, which isn't necessarily my favorite show, but I really grew to enjoy watching it. I don't know what it is about Dancing with the Stars, but it's still, I still love it. You still love it? Yeah, I know. Like, I am I think I might be the only person who still watches it, but. No, I think a lot of people watch it. I just, I also think I don't like reality TV or like shows like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I like the competition shows. I don't really like, um. Yeah. Like reality shows yeah. where, you know, the people pretend like it's their real life. Yeah. But I like um I like the competition shows. Yeah. And I like the dancing. Yeah. And so yeah, so my sister in law had this party and I like I remember I was being like such a bratty teenager because I was like You were seventeen. Se- I was seventeen and I was like, I don't wanna fucking go to my sister in law's house to some fucking dancing with the stars. <laughs> fucking watch party like you probably thought we were gonna be a bunch of weirdos sitting around watching dancing with the stars but that's just a guilty pleasure (laughs) we're not like dancing with the stars types exactly and that's not that there's anything wrong with that stereotyping no there is a problem with that (laughs) and i was really being judgmental and i was like whatever and then i my sister reem was like no i know one of the girls who's gonna be there i met her she's cool like just come and i was like all right fine whatever and so we like came over and i was like oh like cool because like not that my sister-in-law is not cool we're just very different people so like when I envision like who her friends are I'm like I'm not gonna click with these people she's much more proper than (laughs) I am um so I met Amira and um we just I'm not much more proper than she is the (laughs) sister-in-law is yes my sister-in-law is and we just like immediately like clicked like like we just it was like an instant, like, yeah, we're friends now. Like, I don't even, like, when did we start hanging out after that? Like, I don't, I really don't even remember. Like, how I did guess that? we just started hanging out pretty regularly then. We watched a lot of shows. We watched a lot of shows together. I had an apartment and I guess at that time, I was in my early 20s mm-hmm. and you guys were younger and a lot of our friends and the people we were hanging out with were still living with their parents. Yeah. So we and hung out a lot at my house. And you had your own place. Yeah, and spoiled. <laughs> and yeah, and I had my place, so we hung out there a lot and um, watched shows. And then we became kind of a clique. Reem got together with my cousin. Yeah. And so Reem is married to Amira's cousin. Yes. And then, you know, and then we were all hanging out all the time. Yeah. And then a lot of drama ensued. <laughs> not between us. No, no, not we between just were us. Observing drama. But we were definitely. Um, in like a drama era yeah i feel like why do people have so much energy for drama like i'm tired because we didn't have any responsibilities and then we grew out of it and we realized 
save the drama for your mama. <laughs> there is no need for it, and we um, and we decided to grow up and become people who support each other instead. Yes. Oh my gosh, speaking so quietly. Um, don't worry. I'll, I figured out how to adjust the volume. Oh, okay. I didn't know how to do that the first couple of episodes, and people had no problem consistently telling me that. Um, but anyway, yeah, we we also went to the mall a lot. I feel like we were oh, yeah. always at the mall. Do you remember one time my mom had Thanksgiving at her house and then we like a bunch of us slept over yes. there and we went for Black Friday? Oh, yes. that was cute. That was really cute. We spent the night at your mom's house. I don't think we even slept. I think we were just like cracked that seems out. Likely. We probably ate a lot of junk food. Yes. And like drank some Starbucks. Yeah, isn't it ironic? Like we ate the most junkiest, shittiest food ever back then. And well, I looked my best back then. Yeah. But now we're a lot healthier and I have a kid. It's true. She does. Her name is Joy and she's very cute. Like extremely cute. Like She is very cute. She's two years old. It's very rare that I find other children other than, I'm sure I've told you this before, children who aren't my nieces and nephews that cute. I find her that cute. I never really liked a lot of kids until, well, it was before I had my own kid, but really when my sister had hers, then that's when I started liking them. Yeah. I mean, same, but, like, I also became an aunt when I was six years old, so really there wasn't much of my life before that. Oh, yeah. Lily. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I uh, I was just thinking about this, be- like, before you we were, like, recording this episode. I was trying to, like, you know, think about, like, okay, like, what kind of things could we talk about? And, like, the only, like, like when I think of Amira, like, I just think of, like, all the fun things we did when we were like younger. And I know it makes it seem like we're really fucking old, <laughs> but like, I just feel like we're both really busy all the time. And like, we don't do like when we do spend time together, it's usually just like drinking coffee or something tea at the moment. Right now because it's tea. We're yeah. old. And, um, and just kind of talking about things that like are on our mind that are stressing us out. Like, you know, maybe something that we're trying to achieve, like stuff like that. So we're just having more like adult conversations. Whereas like for years we were just like watching Gossip Girl and like shopping and like going to Starbucks and hanging out there for like hours. Like we would sit at Starbucks for like five hours. Yeah, that's true. And we would see each other every single day. Yes. And we would have girlfriend night yes. every week. And Which, I looked like, forward to it so much. We were a whole week. Well, I called us a whole group, a girlfriend family, yeah. and there were five of us, yeah. and um, we still have a group text, although there are six on the group text because my sister is on there too, but she didn't used to hang out with us because she lived in Miami yes. at the time. But anyway, yeah, we used to spend all that time together, but it was also because we were young and we weren't in relationships. And we, well, I'm still not in a relationship, but um, <laughs> but no, it, I just think everyone just had so much more like free time yeah and like now we have no free time yeah and we have to like plan hanging out like weeks in advance yes that's true and because so many uh, a bunch of us have kids and so that's a whole other thing to plan around and it just it's so interesting to me like kind of how like it's it's very nice though like it's very nice to like think about like a time where like we were just so carefree and like I feel like when I think of you I immediately think of all those like happy memories of just being like young and carefree and just feeling like we could do anything any time of day like who cares if it's a weekday who you know what I mean like now like I don't want to fucking do anything on a weekday like you know what I mean like it's just it's so nice to think about the times that have now gone (laughs) I read something somewhere and it was like there's three stages of life and Like when you're young, you have energy and time and no money. And then when you're in your middle age, which I guess is where we are now, even though we're not middle aged, but it's like now we have money and energy, but no time. And then when we get older, we have time and money and no energy. So (laughs) we just have to uh, do the best we can. That's the most depressing thing you've ever said. No, don't be depressed. It's just... um, you know, when we kind of see things that way, then we can work around them a little bit better. I just wish I was, I wish I had a, um, what did I say earlier? I wanted a clone. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then she said, if I get a clone, I'll just have even more shit to deal with. Yeah. 
then it'll just be more responsibility. Because then I have to like buy clothes for the clone, like feed the clone. Like the clone doesn't want to eat the same thing as me. Yeah. Honestly, my clone And you'd have like to support bitch. the clone. So you I may as well just get an assistant. I mean, it's like, it's like, um. Reem was telling me I should get an intern. Oh yeah. I think that's a great idea. But like, I don't want an intern as much as I want like a maid. <laughs> oh yeah. Someone to do personal stuff. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, learning how to train someone is a whole thing oh, in yeah. itself. And it's like, you want to give yourself a chance, like, be easy on yourself with the learning experience. And, you know, like, it's going to take a while. And sometimes you'll feel like, oh, I'm not even like, give it, like, I'm not even giving this person anything to do, even though I have so much stuff to do because, you know, she, she or he isn't going to do it as well as I, or isn't going to do it the same as me, or I'm not going to know you know, everything about how they did it. And this is all normal. It's part of the process, but I think it would be valuable to go through it. And, um, I've had interns before at my old job and I hated it. Yeah. It's really hard finding people who you really click with. It's not even about that. I just felt like, and and this is like me being just like a controlling type Mm. A person, like why did you do this like this? I really could have done this a lot better and more efficiently. And in the time that it took me to explain to you what I needed to get done, I really could have fucking just done it myself. So it just seems like a waste of my time, which reminds me of the traumatic thing that happened to me today. (laughs) Guys, I got a DM on Instagram and this lady was like, Hey, I work at a hair salon and I really want to learn. I really want to cater to Muslim women who wear a hijab. And I wanted to invite you to come to the hair salon that I'm the manager at and give you a free treatment and a haircut. And, you know, you could tell your followers about your experience so that if they're covered too, like they could have somewhere to come get a haircut. And I was like, that's nice. That seems like a nice option for people who live in the Orlando area to have a place to go if they wear a hijab. And so I went to the place and she did like a scalp treatment on me. And I was like, all right, dope. I like this. I like when people rub things into my scalp. And then she started cutting my hair and it took her like a long time to cut it. And I really, I always say this, I really need to start to really just fucking trust my gut. But like, I was like, why is she taking so long to cut my hair. She said she's been cutting hair for years. There's no reason she should be taking this long to give me a trim, not even a haircut, a trim. And she took fucking 45 minutes to give me a trim. And then she started like blow drying my hair. And then that was all weird. And then a fucking guy walks in, which was the whole point, which is why she invited me to the salon. Was that so I could have privacy? So there was no privacy. And he was also an Arab guy. Which now I'm thinking, like, this guy could know me, you know? And, like, like listen, I've been wearing a hijab for, like, more than half my life. I don't go out into fucking 95-degree heat every day in a hijab so that some fucking bitch can tell me she's going to give me a fucking private haircut and then some fucking guy named Muhammad can just, like, stroll on in and see my very beautiful hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, that was whack. Fuck shit and like honestly i'm gonna write a yelp review about her and i really i'm not joking i'm really thinking about like posting on instagram being like hey guys this late fucking be careful don't go to this lady go somewhere else like she also gave me a terrible haircut like i don't even want to get into it mm-hmm. but like i've had my hair in a bun since i've gotten home because i don't want to look at it because i'm <laughs> genuinely i feel like i will have a mental breakdown and i don't i can't deal with it right now so like I'm postponing the mental breakdown for later tomorrow afternoon. I've scheduled my mental breakdown. That's it's going to be tomorrow day. around 11.15. Okay. I'll still, I will steer clear. Yes. <clears throat> I will be leaving spin class because I spin now. I bet you never thought I would spin. Would you, can you imagine me spinning on like a cycle, a bicycle? Can you imagine that? I don't know. I don't think we've ever exercised together. Have you ever seen me engage in any type of physical activity? No, I know you work out. Don't be silly. You can't fool me. What do you mean you know I work out? First of all, I know that you were doing the, the yoga with the aerial silk I or whatever. I haven't done that since last year. Okay, but you still did it yeah. and your body is looking great. And Thanks. so I know that doesn't just happen for no reason. 
I mean, you can edit that out if it makes you uncomfortable. It, no, it doesn't make me uncomfortable, but I mean, I feel very flattered right now because I genuinely, the first workout I've done this year was last month while I was in New York. My friend had a workout class in Brooklyn. That was the first workout I've done all year. No, I mean, I know that you're not like, you know, going to go be on the cover of Sports Illustrated because you're so athletic or something. It's not like you're you number one thing. You don't that, think that I'm going to be on, well, on the cover of a magazine for athleticism? Well, I definitely think you'll be on the cover of a magazine, but, <laughs> but it's not maybe for my not Sports in, Illustrated. Not it's wait, but, Sports Illustrated do with actually being an athlete. Yeah, it, ha- it features like athletes and it talks about sports and I thought uh, it was like sports related topics. Maybe I really, I mean, I really now I'm realizing I don't know what Sports Illustrated <laughs> is, but I thought it was like a Playboy situation. No, well, they have a swimsuit issue, okay. which is to do with like water sports, but uh-huh. really it's. You know, yeah, like yeah, sexy yeah, girls yeah, in bathing yeah, yeah, suits, yeah, yeah. but but they're not like naked. But no, Playboy's not naked anymore, is it? No. Okay, I know a lot about it. I guess. <laughs> um, and now apparently you guys also know a lot about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, Sports Illustrated is just a regular magazine, but they do like they're famous for their swimsuit issue, which is supposedly to do with water sports, but also uh, features a lot of you know very sexy girls in bathing suits. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so. You don't think I'm naturally athletic. <laughs> no, I think you're natural. I think you're athletic. I know you work out, but I mean, just because it's not your number one thing. I, th- I know you exercise, um, but I don't think we've ever exercised together. No. But, um, so no, I don't think I could picture you doing it, but I could imagine you doing it. I just feel like as I'm doing it, I feel like it's, cycling is like very uniquely ridiculous because you're like stationary and you're cycling as fast as you can, like you're trying to get away, but like you're not moving. It's like you're just sitting on the stationary bike and you're just fucking pedaling. But isn't it fun? Like, don't they play music and like you get pumped up and yes. like you go fast and go slow and yes, like they yes. do intervals? And All stuff? of those things are are true. And actually, today it was a Justin Bieber okay. class, so it was all I'm Justin Bieber music, and it was pretty enjoyable. Um, I'm not like a huge Justin Bieber fan, but it was still like fun and yeah, yeah, like it, it can be a mood. Yeah, it can be exactly, and it was it was kind of funny, and it was like funny to listen to Justin Bieber sounding like a little fucking baby girl, like in his earlier music. So that was pretty funny. So is it hard? The cycle class. So it is hard, but today was the first class that I did that it wasn't like super hard. Like you know what I mean? Like I didn't want to throw up. I didn't feel like super sore after. So I think I've gotten over that like initial curve, I guess, of like trying to like get acclimated because the first time I cycled, I actually thought I was going to throw up, like not joking, like actually thought I was going to throw up. Surprised that I didn't throw up. And then the next time I did it, I just was so achy after and then it started getting easier. But today was the first time like I felt like good about it. So I'm going to try to keep going because I feel like it's like, good and healthy so do they like do a warm-up or a stretch or do you do that on your own okay so that's the other thing before that the first place i started working out ever was the power fit yoga Mm -hmm. it was the first time i ever and like we would always stretch so much but it was also yoga yeah and so i guess i just assumed that like everyone stretches a lot like they really don't stretch at all they actually stretch at the end which is a little weird and i don't know if that's a thing because i don't really know that much about like what you should be doing but um (laughs) before the class starts i just like sit on my bike and i do some stretches and like i guess we do a warm-up but it's really just like cycling Mm -hmm. but it's like the warm-up cycling so like you don't have to go like too fast but it's in winter park which for those of you who don't know is like more of like a uppity area and like everyone in there is just like who you would imagine oh yeah like just middle-aged white ladies well is it also like like mid-morning on weekdays yes yeah but I've also gone I've also gone to like the later in the day like after working like after five o'clock classes still a lot of white ladies but are they then the stressed out after work white ladies a mixture yes there are some stressed out after work white ladies yeah um but I feel like you know when I roll in there with my Nike hijab it really alarms them and I like that these are just things that bring me pleasure in life like they were just like And I'm just like, it's my Nike hijab. <laughs> I really have grown to like my Nike hijab. I can see that you're plugging it. Well, that's nice. 
Nike sponsor me. <laughs> but no, I really do like it. It's really, I a lot of people don't like it because they say that it's too small for their head, which I have a pretty large head. So like, I find it hard to believe that it could fit my giant head and not fit other people's heads, but whatever. Um, so is it like, like, um, like it's closed? Yeah. You just like pull it on. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's like one of those hijabs that like. So it's not going to come undone or whatever. That little kids wear. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that little, like you pull it on and it just like has like an opening for your face. Okay. And like at first I felt like I kind of looked like a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like kind of like I was maybe going to go scuba diving. Mm. And well, maybe you could. It is a sport after all. Exactly. And I'm naturally athletic if you guys haven't heard. You could be in Sports Illustrated Scuba. I, you know. On the swimsuit oh edition. Oh my God. In your Nike hijab with your actually, scuba suit. There was a hijabi model, Halima. She's like the first hijabi runway model. She was in Sports Illustrated and she was wearing a burkini. Okay. Okay. And yeah. like, I have to say, I really don't like burkinis. I think that they look silly. And Reem has one. And every time she wears it, I want to bully her, but I feel like I should. No, don't. And Reem do is going to listen to this and she's going to feel upset. Reem, you look very cute in your burkini. No, but I mean, it's okay if you think stuff looks silly sometimes. I just like I wish that it was like more streamlined looking. Like I just feel like the color options that they have are very loud. But I guess like bathing suits are loud colors. I don't know. I'm also like I don't know if you've noticed I've been dabbling in wearing colorful hijabs. I have certainly noticed. Yes, it's very summer. You know that I love. Like seasonal colors. Yes, you do. Um, even though I'm wearing black right now. But, but anyway. But you do like to dress for the season. Yeah, I really like to wear seasonal colors. Well, the thing about living in Florida is all the seasons, it's mostly hot. You get a few cold days in the winter. But so that's why I really like to work with seasonal colors. Because then even if it's like 80 degrees, then in, you know, in October, mm-hmm. then I can wear fall colors even if I'm still wearing, you know, a tank top and shorts or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I think that's why I like the color so much. But in summer, it just feels so nice and light. I um, I feel like in the entire time that you've known me, you've probably seen me wear a scarf that's not black probably like 10 times, I would say maximum. Oh, yeah. Which is like kind of ridiculous when you really think about it. And like I really started to try to like analyze like why I've been wearing a black hijab for so long. Like what's the reason? A lot of it has to do with convenience and not having to think about it, which is like kind of strange for me because I like to think about my outfits, but I guess I never really considered my hijab a part of my outfit. And I really think that that's what the thing was. I never thought of it as like a part of my look. It was just like, this is my hijab and then this is my look. But I feel like now that I'm 30, I'm going to try some new things. Well, you've done a lot of different things with your hijab look. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure you'll continue to. I mean, it's fun. And and you another, used to wear your hijab so different when I first yes. met you, and it was so tight. And it took, I feel like it took a long time, but maybe that was for Reem. Anyway, for one of you, you would get like really stressed out when you were fixing your scarf. It was and, me. It was me. It was me. And you like could like you didn't want anyone to talk to you. And then if you yes. messed up, then you had to start over. Yes. And like it was a whole thing. It was, and it was very stressful for it, you. It was very stressful for me, <clears> and. I think that's why I am so much happier with the way I wear it now because it literally takes me two seconds to put it on as opposed to like sometimes it would take me 30 minutes to put it on, which is absolutely a ridiculous amount of time. But I guess like that's kind of the amount of time that girls spend doing their hair sometimes. That's what I was going to say. Everything you're describing sounds a lot like hair, you know, hair. Sometimes it's like, you know, for years I just wanted to go with my natural color. None of the other colors really, Mm -hmm. you know – Felt like I didn't really want to make it a part of my look. It was just like, okay, this is my hair mm-hmm. and then my look is separate. But then, you know, I went through a phase where yeah. I, I wanted to experiment with coloring my yeah. hair or like wearing it different or styling it differently. And then there were some times when I would spend hours styling my hair. I blew it out every day. Yeah. I, put, I, I curled it, whatever. And then there are other times when like I really just like wearing my hair natural or just throwing it up in a bun. Yeah. You know, it's just – you just go through phases. And like one thing I will say is – so I the reason what – what started this whole colored hijab dabbling thing is I was going to a wedding. That's usually the times that I most frequently will wear a colored hijab because I don't want to look like some emo bitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I want to wear happier colors. And so I wore a scarf and I realized how much cooler my head is when I'm not wearing a black hijab. Oh, really? Like it really does attract and hold a lot of heat. Oh my gosh. Finally, the answer to the <laughs> age old question. 
Are Aren't you hot, hot in that, that thing? Yes. Oh my I gosh. was hot in it, but I was so conditioned. I guess I was oppressing myself. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. Wow, this is really a breakthrough. No, you have to edit that out. <laughs> oh no, that's staying in for sure. In fact, that might be the title of the episode. Oh, I'm no. oppressing myself. No. Yes. Um, but no, like I I realized like how much cooler my head is, and I was like, it was a fluke. There's no way this is science. And then I tried it again the next day, and it was the same fucking shit. And my head was so nice and cool. I saw you the next day. I was wearing an orange scarf, and we had like a Ramadan iftar mm-hmm. at Sean's parents' mm-hmm, house. Mm-hmm. And anyways, and my head was so nice and cool oh, and greasy. Oh, yeah, I remember what you yeah. were wearing. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I just kept doing it, and my head was so cold and breezy. And I was just like, I don't think I can go back to just wearing black hijabs because, quite frankly, I like my head being nice and cool. And Even indoors? What do you mean? You mean what, the black no, no, hijab is even warmer indoors? No, 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 no. no. But, like, outside, but like outside, but like I'm, I mean, we, it's like 90 degrees outside. Like oh, it's yeah. hot as fuck. And like Mm-mm. even in my car when I'm driving, it makes yeah. a difference. In the car for sure. And like it's just, yeah, I really just am like, I was thinking about it. I was like, why was I like really? And also I felt like I was limiting myself for so long. Like I would like think about, I'm not joking. I would think about an outfit and then I'd be like, well, I have to wear it with black shoes or, or something black because I need to wear a black scarf and it needs to somehow tie in together. You know what I mean? Certain yeah. things like, yeah, sure. You could wear a black hijab. Like if I wore like a gray shirt and blue jeans and brown shoes, I could wear a black hijab and that would be fine. But certain outfits, like there needed to be something that like tied it all in. And I would literally not wear something the way I wanted to because it didn't go with my scarf, which is ridiculous. And really, I could have just worn a different color scarf. So do you just have a bunch of colorful scarves you've never been wearing all these well, years? Well, okay. I, I did have a lot of colorful scarves because brands will always send me them, but I've always just given them to Reem, my sister. Mm-hmm. And But I recently had gotten some scarves from my friend who owns a hijab company, Vela Scarves, and she sent me a few colors. And I really liked them. And then another brand saw that I was wearing it. And they also sent me some more colored scarves. So now I just have some colored scarves. And I also saw that you were experimenting with that colored um, eyeliner. or Yes. Yeah. It's really fun. Okay. And it's really easy. And I, so I've been really into because, like, I don't have time to do my eyeliner. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. Like, I, it stress, it's like I want my makeup to be as quick and easy as possible. Mm-hmm. But I find that, like, eyeliner pencils – are a really easy way to do a liner and it kind of like makes it look like you put more thought into your outfit like you're into your makeup when you really all you did was like put on a little eyeliner and I find that with pencils versus like a liquid it's just much more forgiving and like even if you mess it up a little bit you can just smudge it and yeah. it'll like kind of mesh together but I really like the Maybelline ones also and I have some Revlon ones that I still need to try, but the Maybelline ones are like incredible. And like, so I remember I told you I went to a music festival and it rained on me and it got canceled. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fuck you, Governor's Ball. Mm. But I was wearing a Maybelline white eyeliner pencil and even in torrential rain, my eyeliner was like perfectly intact and it was like a $4 Maybelline eyeliner pencil. So I really like that because I'm not a big eyeshadow person. Um... Lately, I haven't been, like, even putting on a colored lipstick. Like, I'd rather put on, like, a lip balm or a lip gloss. And I really feel like the most standout thing I've been doing is just doing a little white eyeliner, like, blue. Or, like, um, I have, like, even, like, some pinks and stuff like that. I'm really into colored eyeliner. I like that. I like the way it looked on your pictures. Yeah. And it, like, I feel like it just looks like you put a lot of effort in. But, like, you really didn't. Yeah. And, like... You wear eyeliner pretty regularly, so I feel yeah. like you you have like the hang of it. Like you know, what but you... I also prefer to use the pencil yeah. above liquid. I mean, sometimes if I if I'm going for like a a more dramatic look or like a nighttime look, or you know, if I want something a little bit different and like more sharp, then I'll use a liquid. But for like mostly in general, I prefer to use a pencil. Also, yeah, I think it's a little easier to work with. Yeah, I agree. And like I actually, it makes so I have a black eyeliner pencil, and I haven't worn black eyeliner in so long. But I was like, you know what? I might start wearing it because I have the pencil. Because, yeah, for the longest time, I would just use liquid. And it's just like, if you fuck it up, you really kind of like either have to change the other one or wipe it all off and start yeah. all over again. And I'm like, I'm tired, man. Also, how was that that ginger turmeric tea I gave you? I really like it. It's quite strong at the end where, you know, where yeah, the bag yeah, is. Yeah. So I didn't finish that last sip, but I love 
I loved it. Yeah, I bought this ginger turmeric tea from Trader Joe's and I bought it a long time ago and I know I had a bag of it, but I can't even remember what it tasted like. So I made her a cup of it and apparently you like it. Yes, I do. And ginger and turmeric are like healing and stuff. Yes, they're very good for you. I'm very into like hippy dippy things. I've been trying to push ashwagandha and CBD onto mm-hmm. Amira from the second mm-hmm. she's walked into my house. Have I sold you on ashwagandha and CBD? Um, I'm so focused right now and also relaxed. I didn't give you any ashwagandha. <laughs> Wait, I thought you gave it to me. I was going to, but oh I wasn't gosh. sure. So, so I didn't want to just force ashwagandha on you. Oh my gosh. So I just imagined my focus. So I'm just really relaxed. Fuck. I think the ashwagandha is a placebo. I'm really, I'm trying to figure out if it actually is helping, but I, I can't tell. Know, but I do, I do think the CBD oil is something because it's just so popular now with doctors mm-hmm. and, um, and they went to and school for a long really time. think it's really effective, yeah. So they know things. Oh my gosh, school for a long time. Yeah, dog. Trigger, trigger word. <laughs> but um, One time oh, Amira and I took a creative writing class together in oh, college. Yeah. Do you remember Actually, that? I did really well in that class. You did do really well in that class, but and um, it was really fun. Yeah, I've written some nice Do you remember the poem I wrote? Rhymes. The poem you wrote? No. I remember we would have to do this thing and everyone would write a poem and then you wouldn't write your name on it and then someone would read it and they would try to like guess what it was like about no i don't remember that you don't remember doing that no i I kind of remember the activity but i don't remember the poem i wrote a poem and it was about cigarettes (laughs) but no one knew that it was about cigarettes (laughs) and they were trying to guess what it was about and they thought it was a love poem but it was really (laughs) just a poem about cigarettes that sounds right and i was like you remind me of christmas time like something weird like that um it was really just like a cry for help but (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i wrote a poem about cigarettes and everyone thought it was a love poem and i was like sorry dog it's just about cigarettes this is what addiction is that's great it was I really want to find it because I feel like it was it would be really funny for me to read it now, but I can't find it. I bet you could write another one, but it's not the same because you don't smoke anymore. So I you know. Don't have that same, I don't have that same now passion. It's like, now it's like one of those um, loved and lost, like 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 a song that you write about your ex or something yeah. that you always carry a torch for. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, yeah, I... We took that grading writing class. That was really fun because Amira is very studious. Do you remember the um, the poem I wrote about Romeo and Juliet? It was like a really clever, witty one, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was about like if they, like if they had survived, you know, if their plan worked yeah. or whatever, and they ran off together and they lived together and they were miserable, <laughs> and they ended up getting divorced, and. Also, um, Juliet ended up cheating on him and uh, running off with someone else. It was really clever and creative. I really like that. And also seems realistic. Yeah. I mean, they're from feuding families. And if their whole plan had worked out, they would have ended up leaving everyone they know, the place they know, the people they know, the people who love them, their homes, their riches. And um, I don't know. But that doesn't seem like a very healthy start to a relationship. No, that to sounds me. like a very toxic relationship. Exactly. And I think that um, they would have been miserable. And I think the reason that the greatest love story, like, well, the quote, greatest love stories, like, have that reputation is because they, they're never fulfilled. It's that unfulfilled, you know, that, like, eternal longing that makes it so romantic. Once it's actually fulfilled, then it loses half the romance. It's called lust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't fall for it, kids. No, lust is a great and beautiful part of is life, it? especially young life. Yeah. I mean, it really makes your life rich. I'm I'm glad that I had it way in the past before marriage. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Of course, I love my husband dearly. <laughs> she does. She does. Mm. I've seen it. <laughs> well, I mean, no, she hasn't seen it. No, no, no. But I... I... <laughs> I've I've seen her not spit in his face. Yeah, no, he's uh, really nice and handsome, and uh, he's he's a really good person. Um, he also likes to clean. He loves to clean, and he loves to take care of the baby. Yeah, I feel like that seems ideal. I'll yeah. be honest with you. I would really love if is. someone would just show up at my house, but not talk to me and leave when they're done, but just clean. Oh, he talks to me. And he I doesn't leave. Yeah, that's the thing. If they talk to me, I would want to like spray them in the face with water. And no. be like, no, don't do that. No talking. Just he'll give me my space when I need it. You know, it takes a little while to figure that yeah. stuff out. And it changes also. You go through phases. Sometimes you want more space and sometimes you want more intimacy. Yeah. Relationships are definitely weird. Yeah. And I feel like 
we've seen each other through like a lot of like relationships like growing up and like like I just remember so many things that I was like devastated about that you like consoled me about and Mm. like I have to wonder like were you like secretly like low-key like wanting to laugh so fucking bad at me sometimes because when I think about it I'm like that is the dumbest shit in the entire world I would laugh at myself yeah but that's life I mean when I think about my own things that were really serious and really devastating Mm -hmm. to me I mean yeah it's dumb and silly now but that's life and that's how you learn and that's how you kind of like set limits for yourself and learn what you value and you learn about that's true you know pain and and also letting go and that's the whole learning process and yeah, yeah it's silly and dumb but that's that's life man yeah and that's the great part of life i mean imagine if we never had any of that and it was just like you know you just just marry the first person you ever get together with and there's yeah. never any of that conflict or like um you know, yes, and, and also pain. I mean, you learn so much from it. And there's beauty in pain. There's beauty in joy, too. I mean, no need to be a martyr, but. There is beauty in joy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my daughter is named Joy. I, like <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, yeah, I, I do agree with you. I feel like it's it, there was a lot to learn from it, but also, LOL. It, it's also very dumb. Yeah, it's so like, very funny. Like, very funny. And, like, these guys we were so devastated about. Yes. I mean, what a bunch of freaking what the zeros. Fuck? Oh what gosh. is wrong with us? Like, that's why, like, when I hear, like, I don't know, like, a 16-year-old, like, talking about some guy, like, I don't even have to know who he is. I'm just like, I promise you, he's a fucking loser. Yeah. Like, I, pro- I can promise you wholeheartedly he's a loser because he's either, A, also 16 years old. So he's a loser. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> or like true. B, if he's older than that, then he's a pedophile. So yeah. he's a loser. So like, you know what I mean? Like he's a loser. It's fine. Um, And a lot of, but then I feel like that's dismissive and I feel kind of bad. But at the same time, like, I just want to be like, let's just speed this process up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm like, I'm wondering because you were a little bit older than me, so I'm wondering if, like, you were at the point where you're like, all right, bitch, But shut somehow up. I'm not older than you now. Really weird. But... Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, of yeah, course so I'm older, so crazy. No, I am a little bit older, but that also was comforting to me. I was also learning a lot, and um, it was... It felt good to me to kind of, like, you know, be friends with someone who was a little bit younger yeah. and going through similar things to, like, things I had just kind of gotten past because yeah. I was I mean I'm not that much older than no, you no 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 yeah so but that's was, what I'm saying like it yeah. was I I for me I think that it was like really like helpful to have a friend who like had experienced these things and like like I remember like when I would talk to you about them you would be like it was it was comforting to me for you to be like I've been through this before and like you know trust me like this is how you're gonna feel right now and that's okay and like but this is how you're going to feel and like it's one thing for like I don't know, like, like if you were like a lot older than me, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. You're fucking old. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, what are you, what are you from the fucking 1920s? Like, (laughs) fuck you, get back in your carriage, lady. No, I'm in my 20s, not from the 20s. (laughs) But like, I, it was, it was nice because you were, you were like, cool. You were young and cool. And I was like, like, I trust, like, I, you're, what you said had value to me. And I would be like, yeah, fuck this. Why am I upset about this? Amira said that like you know this happens and it's going to be fine and then I would just like and I feel like if you if it was under different circumstances like I don't know that I would have navigated those situations in the same way as I did like having you as like my best friend to like tell me like it's going to be fine like you know what I mean like it's going to be fine I don't know I'm certainly not a shrink but one thing that I think was helpful is I don't really like to tell people not to be upset I mean some things are really upsetting. Yeah. And when you're, you know, going through one of your first breakups, like, that would be absolutely insane if you weren't upset. Yeah. Of course you should be upset. Yeah. Be upset and let it pass. I mean, if you don't let yourself get upset and, like, go through the, you know, crying and missing him and and whatever, then, then it just stays inside you. Like, you have to, like, do it, get through it, and, and let it pass. And, um... I try to do the same thing with my kid, like, when she's getting upset over dumb shit. Like, I don't like to tell her, like, oh, don't be upset or don't be mad or whatever. I just like to 
try to show her another way, but let her let her get there and let her move past it. And I mean, getting upset about those things is all part of it. Yeah. I have a very random thought slash question. Oh, good. How I feel like we might have had a conversation about this before, but as you know, I have a terrible memory. Mm. How do you feel about Joy watching like Disney movies? Well, I am a little bit torn about it because I really don't like a a lot of the a lot of the elements and messages, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't like to limit her, and I don't even believe that I can limit her. Yeah. Like. I don't believe that it would be effective if I said, I don't want Disney watching. I mean, I don't want Joy watching Disney movies. I feel like she's going to see them. And if I put those kinds of restrictions on her, I feel like all the more she will see them. So anyway, and I'm also not against them. There are just certain elements that I don't really like. Anyway, so I just like to watch them with her and talk to her a lot about what's going on. Okay. So that's kind of how I do it, especially... Moana is my favorite, even though there are certain things in there that I also don't like. For example, she still, for some reason, has to, like, go get this guy to, like, help her with her thing. Like, why can't she? And also, like, she ran away from home? Yeah, I know. But I like to tell myself that she's an adult, and that's definitely what I tell Joy. Even if she's not actually supposed to be an adult, I feel like the whole thing is okay. Well, it's not really okay. I think she still should have been honest with her parents. But if she's an adult and she's honest with her parents and they don't approve, then she can still make that choice. Yeah. Even, but she should still be honest about it. Yeah. And anyway, so that's what I tell Joy is that, you know, you see her mom doesn't really, when her mom, well, we watch Moana a lot, so I know pretty much every moment. But anyway, so when she's about to leave, her mom like finds her packing her bag and her mom's like so concerned, but she comes in and helps her pack anyway. And so I told Joy, like, you see her mom doesn't approve of what she's doing and she's really worried and she thinks it's dangerous but she's an adult and it's her decision to make so her mom is helping her and supporting her in any way she can and anyway that's really cheesy and my husband makes fun of me a lot but I um that's what I do I talk to her a lot about what's going on when Moana took the boat out without asking for permission and then she gets in this wreck she gets caught underwater she has to find her way out we talk about that a lot, like, um, oh, you know, she found herself in this jam, and so she had to keep her mind sharp, and she looks around her, and she figures out, how can I get out of here? And she figures it out, and she saves herself from that situation. We've had this conversation a lot. I love everything that you're saying, but also <laughs> the reason it's very funny to me is because I'm in my mind picturing Joy <laughs> and you telling her this, and she's probably looking at you like, Mom. What are you saying to me right now? I am baby. No, okay. That's true. And most of the time she's like, she's not even listening. She doesn't care. But then after like, you know, we've watched the movie 60 times as babies do. Then she starts saying this stuff back to me. Like, you know, and she's still only two. So she doesn't speak in the same sense. But like in her baby way. But yeah, Yeah. she knows what I'm going to say. And she remembers this stuff because I say it all the time. Kids are smart, man. But no, repetition is a huge thing. And like, yeah, there are also times in Paw Patrol where I'm like, oh, you see how they're all working together? And like when I hate that. when Ryder calls them, they're not like, no, I'm not. I'm doing something. That they would just be go me right on away. Paw Patrol. Yeah. And then anyway, so I'm telling her these things and she just like stares at me and she's just like, dog, dog, dog. So <laughs> yeah, that definitely Ryder, Ryder's like, no, I'm doing something. Like I'm literally Ryder from Paw Patrol and I'm doing something. Like, fuck you and your fucking Paw Patrol issues. No, but that's their, they've made a commitment. I don't want to make a commitment yeah, to the Paw and Patrol. So that's okay. If you don't, if you don't make a commitment, then, then you're not committed. But if you make a commitment, you should see it through. So you're saying that if I'm not committed, then I haven't made a commitment. And if you haven't made a commitment, then you're not committed. Damn. You are just dropping gems I know. of knowledge right now. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, I'm so smart. Okay. Um, Amira is really smart. She's, she, I'm telling you, you know why my mom really loves you? Okay. It's because you used to tutor me math. Hmm. That is what made her like, that, that's how you won my mother's affection. She should like reconsider her gauge because I wasn't very effective. Okay, first of all, I feel offended by that. <laughs> Did I graduate from college? Yeah, yes. Congrats. Thank you. And you know how I graduated? By, because I tutored you in math? And by a lot of taking math classes over and over. Honestly, mm. why is math a fucking 
why do you need to take math as a psychology major? Can someone get, like, can anyone explain that to me? Because you know what? I've never used math. <laughs> like, I can count. The second grade was enough. Like, I, it just, college is dumb. But that's a whole other story. And, like, I fucking, like, it was such a bummer. But, yeah, like, Amira would tutor me all the time. And it's when my parents lived overseas. And that was, like, when my mom was just, like, who the fuck is this Amira girl? She's, like, helping you with your homework or something. She's, like, tutoring you in math. I like this girl. She likes to teach people. Mm. And, like, we would go to Starbucks and we would study. And then we would, like, treat ourselves to, like, a cookie or something after. Yeah, it was a lot of Starbucks. Wow, you're a really great friend. I would never fucking do that. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if I had a friend right now who was bad at math and was like, hey, Nora, can you tutor me? And I would oh, be like. I don't know if I'd do it now. That was back in the old that's days. That's true. That's true. I do I feel like maybe in my early 20s, I would have had the energy. I'd be like, sure, pal. I'll help you with this thing. Now, if someone asked me to do something, I'd be like. And also, I mean, it was a lot of hanging out. That's true. That's true. We and did. we were hanging out all the time anyway. It's true. We were hanging out all the time. But I still feel like that's such a nice thing to do for your friend. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I used to do a lot more nice things for other people before I had a husband and kids. I don't have a husband or kids, and I'm not as thoughtful <laughs> as I used to be. But you also have a career. I should have also listed career you also have a career yeah yes amira is always doing a lot of things Hmm. she's always you're a great juggler i feel like people right now especially women but a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves yes and we should learn how to take some of that pressure off yeah and we were we were actually talking a lot about this before the podcast we actually had like a very deep emotional conversation before we started recording which yeah we kept trying to think of things to talk about and everything and was like this is I don't too wanna, personal yeah, this yeah. is too deep but like honestly like i'm not gonna lie i feel a little exhausted but mm-hmm. also like i feel like it was it's very cathartic to just kind of like all the thoughts and like like at least for me like I've been feeling really anxious I've been feeling really overwhelmed I've been feeling like I'm I have a lot of things to do and there's not enough time in the day and like I want to make this person happy and I want to make do this and I want to accomplish this goal and like we really do put a lot of pressure on ourselves all the time and like saying it out loud to you like as I was telling you about it made me stop and realize like I really do need to fucking figure something out because this is not a sustainable way to live and like I'm gonna snap yeah Snapping happens. And I don't want to snap or crack <laughs> or do crack. This is why people start doing crack. This is this is how it starts. And I'm like, I don't want that to happen. So I really need to figure a way to, to kind of manage that so that I avoid it. And like burnout is real, yo. Mm-hmm. Burnout is real. I mean, at my job when I was working at the state attorney's office, I was so burnt out all the time. But like there was really nothing to be done about it. Like, and even if I told my supervisor, Hey, I'm feeling like burnt out. She would like be like, Oh, I'll help you by, you know, taking away this responsibility. But then like the next day there would be like another responsibility because she was a cunt. But you know, what's weird about stereotypes. Sorry. It's kind of a weird segue from, no, you you go ahead. Cunt. But, um, the weird thing about stereotypes is Americans simultaneously have, like this stereotype of being like overworked and we never take vacations and like, you know, this and that. But then we also have a stereotype of being super lazy. Yes. So what's up with that? Um, I think that there is a stereotype that Americans are lazy, but like, I, I don't think it's true. I think that like Europeans are fucking lazy to be quite honest. They get those like, long vacations. Yeah, man. They get all these fucking vacations and shit. And like they have like health insurance. Yeah. That they don't even luxuries. Yeah, man. That's and they have like history and like art all around them and like mm-hmm. croissants and shit. Like and well, they have history and art and croissants in New York too. <laughs> That's true. But New not York as is, much as Europe. But New York is not a relaxing place to be in. No. I've never felt relaxed in New York. Like New there's York never City, been a right. time in New York where I'm like, you know how I feel calm. Like I just like. Okay, what are we going to do? Where do we have to go? But actually, have you walked in Central Park? That's very nice. Yes. The last time I was in New York was just last month. or Yeah, it was the the beginning of May. And anyway, I was there by myself. And so on one of the – well, really the only day I wasn't working, I just like went and I walked, took a long walk. I walked all through Central Park. That was actually quite relaxing. Beautiful. I feel like walking alone is nice and relaxing. And I would like to actually start walking. However – 
I don't want to get like raped. So yeah, that's good advice. So you know what I'm saying? And like, I just feel like, okay, here's the thing. In New York, a lot of people are walking all the time everywhere you are. And I'm not saying that that's going to make you never be possibly a victim of a sexual assault. But I feel like the more people that are around, it's like a better thing. But like no one walks in Orlando. So like if I were to walk, I would just kind of be like alone. No, yeah, it's creepy. And then if people see, like if you see someone walking in Orlando, you're like, what the heck is that person it's, up to? Exactly. There's something weird going exactly. on there. Exactly. Like when, when I see people walking, I am like – let me drive away faster Actually, from this. I'm more worried about like getting shot, like from somebody thinking I'm like up to no good or trespassing on their property because then like getting assaulted. Yeah. Well, if I'm walking out in the open, yeah. like if I'm walking, you know, I don't know where, where's the scary place to walk an alley. <laughs> I don't know. But if I'm walking in an alley, yeah. as I do quite frequently, I don't really walk in alleys, but I will say there was a time where I was walking in alleys a lot. Parking lots can be a scary place to walk at night. <laughs> Parking lots are scary, but wait, why are you laughing? Huh? Why are you laughing about that? Because it's like, it's silly. I mean, we walk in park. It's not at all scary to walk in a parking lot in the day, but for some reason it can be so scary at I night. I think that it's scary during the day as it is at night because it's this big, vast, empty fucking cement place and like no one can hear you scream. Mm-hmm. And like when I walk in a parking lot, I walk like walking is my fucking job like i have my key in my hand i'm ready to stab someone with it and like i'm just like on my phone because no one will attack me if i'm on the phone and sometimes if no one answers i'll just start having a full fake conversation Hmm. i'm not joking if there's no one around i'll literally be like hey what's up and no one will be on the phone i'll have a full conversation because that's what it's like to be a woman yeah you have fake conversations on the phone you know who doesn't have a fake conversation men yeah they barely even have real conversations. That's probably Well, true. that's actually funny coming from me because my husband is the very most chatty. chattiest He's person chatty. in the world. So I was going to watch, I think, Aziz Ansari at the Performing Arts Center. He was doing like a... Oh, yeah. And yeah. you ran into Joel there. And I ran into her husband, Joel. And he fucking told me like three things that happened in oh it. Oh, my gosh. This is a huge adjustment I've had to make yes. in my marriage. He's a horrible spoiler. And the worst thing about him is he doesn't know he's spoiling yeah. stuff. He's like, oh, I'm yeah, not yeah, telling yeah. you what he said. And, and, I'm just telling you about it. And like, so yo, that, and that's why that I, is spoiling I, I it. I believed him because that's how he presented it to me. Like, I don't want to spoil He was just like, hey, I don't want to spoil it for you. But it's so funny. And like, this is going to happen. And just like when it happens, like, it's so funny. Let me know how you like it. And then, like, but that was the thing. The oh thing that he gosh. told me he was is the so thing. so bad at that. But I will say I'm not a person who's like, I'm not like. Spoilers don't bother me that much. Oh, spoilers drive me crazy. This is a huge adjustment we've had to make in our marriage. And like during the last season of Game of Thrones, we had to watch it like at, on Sunday at nine o'clock right away because if it was any later, then he was like his friends were going to start texting him mm-hmm. and he was just going to tell me what happened. That happened on Mother's Day because that was one of the Sundays. Oh my gosh, that was the big day of Game of Thrones. Was when, that the when um the, the Night King? Mm-mm, the one after that in King's Landing. Oh, yowza. And so, like, we went out to dinner for Mother's Day with my sisters and my stepmom and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, and so I was, like, biting my nails the whole time. Like I told him, you cannot read any of your texts from your friends about Game of Thrones because you're going to ruin it for me. And I would have hated if that episode got ruined. Did he ruin it? No, he didn't well, read that's it. that's good. We got home at like 11 and we watched it right then, which is very late for a Sunday, but we couldn't wait. I mean, I watched every episode of Game of Thrones live as it streamed this past season because, not because of spoilers, but because like I just- It was so anticipated. It was really anticipated. Yeah, same. Yeah, I just really needed to watch it, which like in past seasons, like there are definitely spoilers online, mm-hmm. especially like on Twitter, but like- I didn't always watch the episode the day it came out, but like this season was just very intense for me. Um, and so I was really into it, but I was telling Amira this earlier also, I haven't been watching a lot of TV lately and it's making me sad because like, I like to watch TV. Yeah. That's really what we do to unwind at the end of the day. We usually watch one show, yeah. well, one hour. So if it's a half hour show, then we'll watch two. I've been, before I go to bed, either rewatching Gilmore Girls which I've always kind of just watched. So like, I don't really watch as much as I just kind of put it on in the background until I fall asleep or I read a book. Oh, I love watching stuff in the background when I'm like doing chores or also when I'm working because I work from home. But when I'm 
doing when I'm sleeping, I just like it to be silent. Yeah. That's another adjustment I've made in the marriage. My husband loves to watch TV while he's sleeping, while he's going to sleep. Sometimes I go through phases. Sometimes I really like silence. And then other times I really like um, putting something on mainly because I like to put something on when my cats haven't slept yet. And I know that sounds really dramatic, but like Mm. they're fucking loud. (laughs) And I, I would rather hear a TV show than hear them like, I don't, I don't know what they're doing out here, but it's loud. Like right now, I'm sure you're thinking, Nora, you're crazy. Your cats are so quiet. They're jumping from place to place quietly. No, I get it. You know, we have our dog Bailey yeah. and she's very old, right? She's so old so and cute. She's 15 and she is really sad. I mean, she has trouble getting around. She's very cute so, little beagle. But it's the same thing. Like if, if the whole house is quiet mm-hmm. and I just hear her walking around, I mean, she's not doing anything and she can barely move. But it's fucking loud. But yeah, it's like I just hear her little nails on yes, the ground. Yes, the nails on and the ground. And like her just like bumping into stuff. Yes. And and she bumps into stuff sometimes because she's like pretty much blind. Fucking Vivi's not blind and he's every morning I wake up. The, Vivi must be a little bit old by now. He's seven. Oh. Every time I wake up and my kitchen mat is never in the place that it was. Their scratch board is always halfway across the floor. The rug is always like flipped over. All the pillows off the couch are on the floor. They've, they'll always have dropped something. Like a fucking, I don't know, a pair of sunglasses. Like there's always just something that they, dro- oh my gosh, they drop off the it. counter. And like the boxes of cereal have fallen over. They're just always up to shenanigans at night. And I'm just like. All day, all you do is sleep. And the second I decide I would also too like to sleep, you just want to fuck shit up. And that's why cats are assholes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just the truth. Like earlier today, Fifi came and rubbed up on Amira, luring her into a false sense of, oh, you should pet me. But I had to remind her that just because he's rubbing on you doesn't mean he wants you to pet him. In fact, if you try to pet him, he'll viciously bite you and make you bleed. Oh my gosh. No way, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he he wants blood. He looks fat from Look here. Look at that big old butt. Yeah, <laughs> he really has a very large butt. He's be- getting very thick in his old age. He looks cute. He actually isn't as fat as I thought he was. I recently took him to the vet and he only weighs like 14 pounds. Hmm. Doesn't he look very fat? I'll stop body no, shaming my cat now. he doesn't look too fat. Um, but anyways, um, Amira. You know, everybody doesn't know about body shaming. My... my- my husband's brother has this daughter and she's a baby. She's okay. only one year old. And like everybody is always talking about how chubby this baby is. And like constantly, I've never heard any, I'm like, I've never been around the baby where people weren't talking about it. Literally never. Poor thing. I mean, how old is she again? She's just one year old. Yeah. But I mean, what are they, are they just going to miraculously stop the moment she comprehends she, English? She won't be fat again. L- L- no, L- I don't think so either. But yeah. I mean, she's just going to have this like identity because that's all anybody talks about around I, her. I, and then Joy right. always hears Joy always hears people talking that way about her too. So then this is this whole thing in Joy's mind. But, I will say that I see Dean and I just talk about how fat he is all the time. But I have recently stopped calling him fat and have started to call him fluffy mm. because Mimi, his older brother, has started to call him fat. And Aww. then actually sometimes calls me fat. Like if I'm like, Dean, you're so fat, he'll look at me the you're so fat, but like in his four-year-old voice. And quite frankly, it hurts my feelings. So I stopped calling Dean fat and now I say he's fluffy. Aww. Because sometimes it you want to say fat in an an affectionate way. Like when I, like he's just so chunky and like he has just these little rolls in his thighs and it's so cute and like fat. I know. I just, babies are cute when they're fat, man. Yeah. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. I just don't want her to feel like, you know, like just for that to be part of her identity. Yeah. I mean, it's, It'll be interesting how the world progresses and how, I mean, I feel like the younger generation is already much more progressive than mine. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, But on that note, on how maybe the world will be a better place, (laughs) we have to wrap up. This was super fun. Thank you. And um, I feel like I fully emotionally drained you. (laughs) Well, that was mostly before the podcast, <laughs> but it was good for me. I needed to uh, get all that off my chest. That's how I like to podcast. I like to emotionally drain <laughs> people and then be like, hey, are you ready to record an episode of my podcast now? 
Um, Amira, do you want to talk about where people can find you on social media or are you not interested in that? She's not interested in that. Don't try to find her. She doesn't want you to follow her on social media. In fact, I don't even know if you use your Instagram account at all. I, I mean, like occasionally I look on it, but yeah. I never post anything. What's that like? Oh, I thought about posting you thought about something the other day. Oh, yeah, for Father's Day because my husband is the most posting his person in the yes. world on Facebook. Yes. Literally, he posts more than anyone I know. It's always of our daughter. But anyway, he is he posts more than any of the moms that I know or any of the dads that I know. But um, anyway, so it really hurt his feelings on his birthday that I didn't give him a Facebook post. So on Father's Day, I made him a Facebook post and I was thinking about doing one on Instagram, but I didn't know how to like tag him. And also I didn't have a good picture. And anyway, I just didn't do it. But I look on there, but I never post anything. Yeah. So don't try to find Amira on social media. You can find me, but um, you don't find her. Be that exciting. You won't find her. You'll mostly see uh, my husband's posts of our family going to a. parks and also sporting events yeah they like sporting events um you could follow me at nori you could follow the podcast at arab american psycho and actually amira i don't have a sign off okay so every week now i've made it into a thing where like you you could pick the sign off how about that thank you (laughs) that's your sign off thank you it's the most wonderful thing you can say to someone i mean you're not wrong (laughs) 